welcome to the Pillars for Purposeful Motherhood podcast. I am your host, Brita Wallace, and you are tuning in for Monday morning message and a prayer um, and a prayer and prayer. Um, So this is going to be just a quick uh, thing today, just because I have both of my kids home and I still have not been able to get in a routine of recording ahead of time uh, for uh, Monday morning. So it will happen eventually. Um, it's just a lot right now with everything going on. Uh, we had family come in from, uh, Kalamazoo yesterday. So, um, and my kids, you know, they're only going to be quiet for so long and, and not allow me to get through like a whole big message. So I just wanted to show up today and I just wanted to encourage you that whatever you are struggling with, whatever you are going through, that God draws near to us, you know, when we're brokenhearted, when we're going through hard times and we just have to seek him. Again, I think we talked about this before. He's not necessarily going to uh, just save us from the issue, right? He's not necessarily going to just make it go away uh, miraculously. And, and sometimes he does, but that's up to him. And, and there's, um, he always has a purpose and a plan. And, and we can pray that whatever it is that we're going through, that God uses it for uh, his purposes and to his glory, right? So that's just one of the things, because I've been having a little bit of a rough week um, with um, with my with my oldest, which I'm not going to get into because he's here today. But um, it's just very uh, challenging with regressions and special needs, and and there's uh, there's just been a lot going on, and and I'm very very pregnant, so it's hard. It's been hard for me to handle it um, the way that I need to, and I have you know lots of tools. I have. Uh, lots of knowledge. I have lots of education. Um, and, uh, I don't know if I have mentioned this before, but sometimes none of those things, uh, none of those things work. So, um, with a mixture of personality and special needs, goodness, I'm sorry. I can't stop yawning today. There are a few new, uh, tools that I'm going to try to start using, uh, one of them has worked, uh, that I have been using for about maybe like a month now. Um, and that's saying try again. So, um, when, you know, we're being talked to a certain way and that works pretty well. Um, and you know, it's not shaming, it's not blaming. It's just like letting them know that's not appropriate. (laughs) Right. So, um, but there's a few other things, um, just with the personality type that we're going to try uh, to start implementing and see if that uh, gives us a little more peace <laughs> because that's what it is. It's a lack of peace a lot of times. So um, it's finding what works and, and what's going to reach uh, each of our children individually, right? And sometimes it's just a tiring and exhausting and, you know, frustrating, maddening, whatever word that you want to use. There's so many, right? A process to go through. So I haven't been asking God to, um, take, take the situation from me. 
I've been asking him to parent through me to help me be able to handle, you know, what it is that we're going through right now, because I know that I'm not handling it in the most, uh, op- the most appropriate and, and opportune way to, uh, to reach him. Um, my emotions get the best of me more than anything right now, which is very difficult for me to, uh, to admit, to deal with. I don't like that. Um, I don't like that. I feel that my emotions are very, um, out of control. Um, which, you know, I'm sure has to do with hormones and pregnancy, but I still don't like that. And then this time of year is just, you're coming out of, uh, these, this big, huge, very long winter regression. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, why do we live somewhere where there's winter? Because it's just not what's best for us. Like as a family, Oliver's the only one that seems to be unfazed by it, but the rest of us seem to, uh, to struggle through. So it's something that we talk about. Maybe we would thrive somewhere where it's warmer, but then you're giving up uh, time with family and being close to family. So, you know, you have to take all things considered and you can't make those decisions um, when you're going through the hard times. I think that we have to make those decisions when we're like, level-headed and not in the midst of a struggle where like, okay, is this really the best thing for our family? Because maybe it is. Um, But when you're going through like really difficult times and challenges and you're just like, oh, I just want to run away from them because I think it will be better. That's not the very wisest decision to make. So it's always best to wait until things have kind of gotten back to like normal and routine and um and and that and and that the challenge is not that there's not always going to be oh my gosh I can't stop yawning this morning sorry not that there's always not always going to be challenges there are we're always going to have challenges especially in parenting we're going to have challenges um at each age and stage of development doesn't matter who your children are what their personality is what how old they are um their personality i mean there are always challenges at each stage in the game um and eric erickson he is a theorist he talks about that oh excuse you oliver oh my goodness yeah but i'm doing prayers so you have to be quiet okay and mommy's not going to do prayer for very long today. So, um, Eric Erickson, he's a theorist and he talks about, you know, each stage that a child gets to, that a person gets to, not necessarily a child, um, but it starts, you know, as an infant, um, and the very first stage is, uh, building trust or, uh, lack of trust. Um, and that starts, in the beginning of life, a lot of people think, oh, it takes like years to build that trust. No, it, tr- it starts with your infant, your newborn. Um, it starts that very, very first part of life where they build, you build that trust with them or you don't. Um, and then they can kind of develop into the next stage of their life. And then the last stage of life is ego, ego versus integrity. Um, oh, ego integrity, excuse me, versus despair. Uh, and that's when you 
have accepted your life for what it is. You are satisfied with your life. You are satisfied that the end of your life is near and you, and you can uh, move on in a happy, uh, in a happy way um, and, and make the best of the rest of your life, even if you are struggling with health issues or um, certain things. And then, uh, but if you have a lot of regrets, if you have a lot of bitterness, um, it causes those feelings to be intensified and you live the rest of your life in despair. And I can see this when I go to visit assistant living centers, um, even in the dementia uh, memory care facility that my grandfather was at, where you can tell uh, who's in what stage uh, you know, of development, like which one of those they're experiencing at that stage in their development is what I should say. And it's a very, very interesting. Um, and you can tell that with babies too. There's many ways you can tell that with babies as well. So, um, there's always challenges. We always have a challenge that we're facing as, uh, as humans, um, as we develop. So it's not like, oh, like, okay, we got out of the terrible twos and the terrifying threes, and then we go into fours and everything is fine. No, then you're going to have another challenge. Um, and, you know, middle, middle childhood children um, have different challenges, right? Uh, that they go through. Teenagers, there's different challenges you deal with with teenagers. If you have the education or, or not uh, some knowledge, I mean, you don't have to be as educated as I am. You don't have to have all the knowledge. You don't have to have all the tools. But if you go into it with some knowledge and you have some tools, then it's going to go better for you, right? Than if you're just going into all of parenting, just winging it. That's what many of us do. I have an episode on it. Are you just winging this mama thing? Um, but we shouldn't be. We should have some knowledge we should have some tools to be able to use even as our kids are infants and newborns and just come out i just remember like having a very overstimulated challenging uh child who just did not accept that he was um that he was in this world and i mean just really really struggled and I was a new mom and that was just a lot to deal with. And I didn't have any education or knowledge or tools to be able to deal with that except for my mom intuition. And my mom intuition got me far, of course, but it didn't get me where I needed to be to help him. I had to do research. I, I mean, and this is what has gotten me really interested in the development of humans in the first place really started with, with Jack when he was a baby. So... Um, and trying to figure out what was going to be best for him and and how to uh, give him some joy and happiness in his life because that was not the child that he that the the infant the newborn that he was I mean he just struggled so much and that broke my mama heart I didn't even realize uh, that babies could struggle in the way that he struggled until I had a struggling baby um, and it wasn't colic. Uh, I wouldn't say that's what it was. It was just constant struggle for a while until, you know, until I did that research and, and my due diligence and really figured out how to help him. Um, and like I said, some of that had to do with mom intuition, but that wasn't enough to be able to help him 
in the way that he needed to be helped so that he would um, so that he would start to thrive uh, in his development and um, and even now I mean because it's so uh, it takes all of your energy some days and I don't have a lot of energy these days and I think that's probably part of the problem is that I don't have a ton of energy and um, and and dealing with some of the things that we deal with with the challenges take takes a lot a lot a lot of energy um, more than you know normal you would normally be giving um, and putting into and then you know we have another child and then another one on the way and two dogs and you know so it's um, the dogs it's actually good that we have two dogs because they can entertain each other. Um, and then they kind of get, you know, special attention at night when the kids are in bed, but, um, and, and throughout the day too, sporadically here and there, but they have a friend in, in each other. So, so that's good. So that's just, you know, some challenges that we go through, you know, for six years now on a daily basis just looks different. Um, it's not going to miraculously get better. I mean, maybe it will, um, but not like totally, it's not going to totally be different, right? It's going to, you know, next year is going to bring different challenges and we have to just keep being diligent at uh, figuring out who he is, what's going to reach him best. And as we go through parenting, you learn and you learn, but some days, some seasons, some, uh, times throughout, uh, throughout these challenges, I just feel like, oh my goodness, like I have all these tools. I have all this education. I have all this knowledge and, um, and nothing is working. And what can I do? So I have to go back to the drawing board. All right, like what am I missing here? What do I still have to learn? Because whether you have all the knowledge in the world, all the education in the world, all the tools, it's a lifelong journey um, parenting because each and every one of our kids, each and every one of our children are different. So it's really important that we know who they are and what's going to help them and what's going to help one of our children is not necessarily the best way to deal with or handle the next. So we have rules and we have boundaries in our home and those are uh, really never changing. I mean, there's certain family rules that never change. Like we need to be respectful. We need to be kind. We need, you know, things like that. Um, obviously we're not going to say, yeah, just be, be a jerk. And we're just taking that off the table, but rules and boundaries, they grow. Um, some of like certain ones, they grow with them as they get older and they develop more responsibility. Um, but then there's ways of disciplining and dealing with, um, our children and when they get certain responsibilities that are different and based upon the child, because what reaches one does not always reach the other. So not every child should be treated the same. But I do feel those feelings just like everybody else sometimes. And I really have to ask God, 
I need you to help me here. I need you to give me the strength that I need to deal with the day, uh, to deal with this vacation for the next week. Because as much as I hate saying this, and it pains me to say this, I don't always look forward to school vacations, especially because all of them are when we're going through a regression period and it makes things very difficult um, and challenging. Um, and, and, and the days end up going like that a lot. And I want to be able to do things and take them places and uh, and do stuff like that. What, Oliver? I love you too. Um, and then there's that. We hear lots of I love yous from our kids all day, uh, every day. So we must be doing something right, right? But we do need to ask God to give us that strength um, that only comes from Christ. We need to ask him to help us get through this. Help us. Give us the wisdom. Give us discernment. Give us the tools that we need that only come from you to help us to deal with this. You know, I'm an emotional wreck right now. Um, not all the time, but dealing with this specific challenge. Uh, most of the day, I'm very peaceful and full of joy. And I can be a little cranky these days. I'm in pain um, almost every day and uh, just really kind of over this pregnancy. Although I think it's very beautiful as well. I just... Um, you know, you get to that point and, and I'm kind of there and that makes you a little cranky sometimes. So, but I mean, other than that, I'm usually just happy and in a good mood and really content. Uh, and then, um, the weekends are hard and, um, my husband's working seven days a week, six, seven days a week. And, uh, and that's difficult. And, um, and then, and then, you know, my emotions and hormones are a little wacky right now. And so it just makes it a little more challenging. And then this time of year is always, always hard. Like I was saying with the regressions, you're like, you've just gone through like four or five months of regression. Um, and it can feel very, very defeating. So there's a few, I would say... I was going to say minor things I learned throughout this regressionary period. Um, and I wouldn't say they're minor though. It's, it's learning, you know, one of them is just learning is that like you cannot correct or deal with anything in the moment, um, with this child, because if you do, then, um, it just feeds the fire you're, it's like dumping gasoline. Sky, no. I love you too. It's like it's like dumping gasoline on the fire, and it just feeds it and feeds it and feeds it. So you really just have to be quiet um, and get very very quiet. Not ignore, but be quiet about it. And then it opens up a door for an apology, for asking for forgiveness, and then for because that's what he'll do. He'll apologize, ask for forgiveness, and then it opens the door to have the conversation, um, the discipline, you know, the teaching conversation and, and saying, okay, well, this is a consequence now. This is because you are not allowed to talk to me that way. Um, and we can, and, and then we're both calm. If I'm like just shooting back at him, 
then it just keeps escalating, right? So it's not, it doesn't turn into a good situation for anybody. And then you're in a power struggle and then it's like this whole thing. And as parents, I don't know why we, we don't, we always do this to ourselves. So that's some wisdom that I gained. I would say that's a big win. Um, and then like a few small other things, I guess, but, um, I learned that by going through the regressionary period with him. Um, so that doesn't work with every child. Some children, you can say, you know, that's enough. That's not an appropriate way to speak to me. Um, or anybody. And so, I mean, sometimes we do say that still, but then that has to be it. That has to be all you say, because with this specific child, if you continue, you know, because it doesn't stop, if you continue to just speak into what he's saying, it just keeps it going and going and going and going and it's ongoing and it doesn't stop. And then everybody's frustrated. Nobody's calm. And that's a hot mess of a situation that you don't want to be in. So that is wisdom that God has given me. I appreciate that. I thank him for it. Um, and we often think as parents, everything needs an immediate result. But really, your children need to be safe and not in danger. And not everything needs to be handled immediately. I'm not saying ignore it. I'm not saying ignore it for two days or till even the next day. I'm saying you need to sometimes always assess the situation and see, is it going to benefit? Excuse me. Excuse me. Is this going to benefit? Goodness, I thought I was done. Excuse me. I'm okay, babe. Is this going to benefit me right now? Is this going to benefit my child right now? Is this going to benefit my family right now, whatever the situation is. And if the answer is no, well, then it can wait. You may, maybe you have to step away. Maybe you need to take some space, which is something that I always recommend. And we ask for a lot in our family, um, especially when we're feeling certain emotions. You're like, we need space right now. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling like I'm getting angry. I'm getting upset. I'm getting frustrated. I'm going to walk away and I need to take some space. Does it always work perfectly? No. Um, but they're going to get to an age, especially as they're young, my kids are young, where they're going to learn to respect that and learn to res ask for it because they do ask for it and learn to respect that about others. And that's a tool that they're going to say, okay, I'm getting angry. I need to take some space um, instead of, you know, annihilating and fighting with this person. I'm going to take some space and the space that I need. And that's a very valuable tool to give them. So, um, it's not always respected at this age. Um, and it's not always, uh, it's not always given, but we consistently just drill that into, um, into their heads. We need space. You need to take space. It doesn't mean you're in trouble. It means that you need to take space. Um, and we'll talk about this when we're all calm, right? We're going to, we're going to address the situation and we're all, when we're all calm and we're going to solve the problem. Um, but we're not going to do it when we're getting angry or mad or frustrated or in this situation. And um, I'm trying to think of the verse. I'm not good at verse memorization where, you know, God tells us that even a quiet, um, I'm butchering this now, but that a quiet, you know, that we're not responding, um, 
turns away the wrath, right? Um, and then giving into it is unwise. I'm going to look up that verse now because I don't, I, I totally butchered that. That's not exactly what it says verbatim, but that's, you know, the point is that, you know, a quiet response or something like that uh, turns away wrath. And, um, you know, get, speaking into that. Um, fueling it exasperates it. So I'm just going to go through. Uh, so whatever it is that you need, whatever it is that you're challenged with today. Um, and I do want to encourage you that when I do start <laughs> preparing for these and doing them, uh, where I actually am not just winging it on a Monday morning, especially when I have kids here, I will have those verses and it will be more a structured and um, it won't be so like just me kind of shooting off my brain. So you can look forward to that because I know how my brain can be sometimes and I could be all over the place. <laughs> so um, I promise that is in the works. I just can't promise you a date of when that's going to happen because life happens and I have a lot going on. But uh, But the other two episodes that I do Tuesdays and Thursdays, they are structured, um, and planned. So, uh, and these are going to be too. Uh, so we're just going to, uh, just read through our mom. So our one minute prayers for moms today, which this verse or this theme is quiet. And, uh, this is in the quiet. So the quiet words of the wise are more to be heeded then the shouts of a ruler of fools. Isn't this funny? So that's Ecclesiastes 9.17. So let me just say that that just fits in really, really well with what we were talking about. And I'm not sure that's the uh, the verse that I was referring to. Um, but... How perfect is that? And I didn't even know where I was going with this this morning. I was just like, oh my goodness, I don't want to skip prayer. Um, I accidentally just didn't record my Tuesday episode last week, which is totally not like me. I woke up Tuesday and texted my husband like a few hours later and said, I just never recorded my episode for last uh, last night for um, today. And I had an episode that was supposed to air at 5 a.m. So if you missed that, my apologies. I am just at a stage of pregnancy where my brain is just all over the place. So we had a lot going on last week, a lot of stuff at uh, my son's school. A few nights we were there. Um, Monday was one of them. So I think that's probably what happened. I had him, uh, I had him, uh, he had a, a counseling session on Monday right after school and then we had dinner and then had to run out the door to go to a concert um and then when we came home it was just like bed and um I just I don't know I totally spaced so it's my schedule and routine was a little uh, off so but how perfect is this verse today right so I'm going to read it one more time and then we're just going to hop in 
uh, to the met, the little message that they have here and the prayer that they have and, and we'll pray and we'll wrap up for the day. So the quiet words of the wise are more to be heeded than the shouts of a ruler of fools. Ecclesiastes 9.17. So when the world was conceived, the rush of creation, the rush of quiet, the rush of perfection must have been awesome. Oh, I can only imagine. Lord, take me to that moment in time. Replace images of humankind's version of success with visions of your power. Yes, God. Help me to see what you want me to see in my life. Yes, God. When my children's voices fill me every waking moment, I forget what a blessing they are. Yes, it's so true. Um, I let my attention glide over the surface of their chatter, and I miss the words you speak to me through them. Encourage my spirit to seek quiet, to re-energize, and to become healthy and aware. This I owe to my children, but also I owe it to you, uh, to your child. Lord Jesus, I just uh, thank you for that message today, how perfectly it was aligned with uh, just what I was talking about today. And, and I just, I just thank you for it. I just thank you for this beautiful day that looks like it's going to be uh, pretty nice here. Uh, the sun is already shining. The sky is blue. And I just thank you for a new season of new beginnings, Lord Jesus, and, and new birth and new, new growth. We just, uh, we just, I just thank you for it. I just hope that, uh, every mama listening today can just really focus on what she's grateful for, um, and where, uh, what she's grateful for and what she, um, and, th- and that she finds lots of things to be grateful for. Um, and that she just thanks you for all of the many blessings that you've given her, even if they seem so small, Lord. So, uh, focusing on gratitude, uh, really is the antidote for a lot of our negative emotions. And I just thank you that you just give us, um, a spirit of gratefulness, Lord, and that we can be grateful and, and come to you and just thank you for your goodness. Uh, Lord Jesus, I just pray that whatever mom, uh, what every mom here today listening is going through, that you just, uh, that you just meet her there, that you walk her through it, that you do make life easier in the ways that you can, and that you help us, um, to learn the lessons and uh, to grow in the areas that we need to grow in those challenges um, that we are going to continue to face, Lord Jesus. I just pray for safety over all of our uh, moms and and their families. I pray against sickness. I pray against uh, just any bad thing uh, or any scheme from the enemy and, and his demons from happening in their lives, Lord Jesus. I just pray that anything that does happen, uh, that you just help them get through it, that you use it for purpose, um, that you use it um, for your glory, Lord Jesus. And one of the things my mom keeps saying as she's going through this extreme hardship that she's going through is that I know that there is a purpose to this, Lord, and I just pray that you use this to your glory. If there's one person this brings to Jesus, Lord, I just will be forever grateful. Um, thank you for healing me. And, uh, and healing doesn't always look like uh, it, it should to us or, or exactly what we're asking for. Sometimes, and I hope this, you know, I, I pray, uh, God, that this does not happen to my mom. But I, I, do, I pray that, you know, that she's healed here on earth. Um, but sometimes healing looks like uh, taking, taking your people home. 
Uh, and there's been plenty of times where I've prayed for a few friends that have had cancer and I really wanted uh, that miracle for them. But you did heal them. You healed them and, 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 and they got the ultimate healing because they are not suffering anymore at all uh, in this world, Lord Jesus, and they're with you. And, um, and sometimes that just looks different than what we want it to, Lord. So just help moms this week as we pray together and as we pray on our own to just seek you and to know that not our prayers are not always answered. It's a waterfall. They're not always answered the way that we think they should be or the way that we expect them to be. But you are a father who is good and your promises are true. And I just ask that you just help us to see um, those answers to prayer that you are giving us. Because if it doesn't look the way that we want it to, we can, we can miss it. And sometimes we don't know uh, when you're moving or working, um, especially when you're refining us because that process is slow. And it's very, very uh, delicate and sometimes we interfere and we screw it up. I think that happens more than more than not, Lord. So I just pray that you just help us to be more like your son, that you help us to seek your wisdom and, and your discernment. You promise that if we seek it, that you will give it to us. And I just pray for wisdom for each and every mom and, and whatever challenge it is that that you're go that they're going through that that you just fill them with your wisdom uh, to know what to do. Uh, even just take that next step that they need to take and, and to just get through it, Lord. And I just pray for each mom here. I just ask that you bless her, that you fill her with joy, that you uh, just fill her with your fruits, uh, self-control and uh, just joy and, and patience and kindness and, and forbearance, Lord. You just are so uh, long-suffering for us, right? And I just pray that you help us uh, to be long-suffering with our children as well uh, because we are not obedient to you all the time. And I think that that's something that we always want from our children. But then if we look at our own lives, we're so subject to to our own struggles and our own sin and we are not always obedient to you and you forgive us. You are compassionate towards us. You give us grace and mercy every single day. And we come to you in repentance. And some of the things that we come to uh, in repentance for hard to truly just stop doing or, or to get through some, some of us struggle with addiction or uh, just uh, these strongholds um, in our lives that are hard to break, but we can continue to give those to you and leave them at the foot of your cross and to just know that you are working all things new through us and that you are uh, removing the stony stubborn heart that uh, just resides in us in those ways um, and that you are making all things new within us Lord and we just have to ask we just have to ask and we just have to uh, trust that you are doing these things within us and, and that we're going to be better people because you are walking alongside of us and, and with us, Lord. So I just pray that you just, um, that you just fill us with your spirit, that you just help us get through the week, that you bless this week with any other mom who's listening that is on spring break, or maybe it's next week. A lot of people and schools and areas have spring break next week. So I just pray that you just uh, bless this time with our children that you just make it fruitful, that you just make uh, it 
a time of connection and just love and compassion and to just teach us what we need to learn in these moments as we spend this time with them, Lord. And I just pray that you, uh, that you just be with each mom and, and their children and their families, that you be with, um, that you uh, just be with their teachers, that you just, um, for those of our kids who are at school this week, that you just be with uh, the administrators, that you just um, speak to their hearts, that um, you will be uh, welcome in schools again. I always pray for that. Um, it's so such a far-fetched idea to see happening in the public school, but we pray for it anyway, Lord, because you are the God of miracles and, and you can change anything, oh Lord Jesus. But I do pray that you uh, just bless each mom, that you just be with her as she gets through her week and that you just show her uh, just your love and compassion as she can just pass that down onto her children. And we just pray these things, Lord Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Okay, Mama, until next week um, or tomorrow when you tune in for our message uh, for tomorrow for our, our teaching. Take care and God bless.